Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. We're pressing on through Matthew in the 27th chapter of Matthew. And we're going to start today with verse, uh, well, verse 27 of chapter 27. Uh, Jesus has been declared to be guilty by the religious rulers. They've taken the pilot. Pilot tried to set him free, wanted to set him free. He finally washed his hands of the whole situation, and he turned him over to be crucified. And the passages we're going to look at today are out of Matthew and out of Mark. And it's just four verses out of uh, uh, each gospel. But it shows uh, some of the intensity of what Jesus endured for all mankind. Jesus knew that these kind of things would happen. Okay? He knew that, that, uh, that the cross was before him. He knew as he had set his face, as it says in John, toward Jerusalem. He knew what was going to happen. Here we get some of the details. So Matthew chapter 27, verse 27 says this. Then the soldiers of the governor took Jesus into the praetorium. Okay, the praetorium. Um, that's the, uh, uh, the governor's house, the governor's residence. And gathered the whole cohort around him. So all these soldiers gathered around him in the governor's house. And this probably would have been like in a courtyard kind of environment. Verse 28, they stripped him and put a scarlet robe on him. So that right there is, for most of us, bad enough to be stripped before all mankind like that. But they did that. And then they put a scarlet, a red robe on him. And after twisting together a crown of thorns, they put it on his head and a reed in his right hand. And they knelt down before him and mocked him, saying, Hail, King of the Jews. They spat on him and took the reed and began to beat him on the head. So that's Matthew's account of what was going on at this point in time. Now, Jesus had already been beat. Okay, there's things that had already occurred to him. And now he goes back and he's being ridiculed before the world and before the political powers that be. And you can see, uh, and this is in the very presence of the... Uh, within the residence of the political power of the region. So obviously this is being allowed. Obviously this mocking was a lot of fun from their part there. You know, hail king of the Jews. Little do they know that they were proclaiming the very truth. Little do they know that they were uh, fulfilling prophecy that had been spoken hundreds of years before. Little did they know that they uh, were a part fulfilling the salvation of all mankind. <clears throat> you know, I think it's at this point in time when Satan was likely just overjoyed because Satan was convinced that he had won, that he had, you know, orchestrated all this through the ages. And here is the final, the Messiah, the Son of Man, the Son of God, and he's going to be killed, and that's going to take care of the entire trouble. Little did Satan know that according to what we see in the New Testament, that this was all planned by God, and that uh, even Jesus, when he was here on earth, was basically baiting Satan to kill him. And there's a passage in the New Testament that tells us that uh, the things in the Old Testament about what was going to happen to Messiah and how it was going to come down 
are intentionally vague. Yeah, they're intentionally vague because God did not want to reveal his hand to Satan. Because if Satan had known what the outcome of the cross would have been, he would have never done it. So here Jesus is, knowing all this, putting up with all this, okay, enduring all this. Let's look at the Mark passage. Mark 15, verse 16 says this. The soldiers took him, Jesus, away into the palace, that is the praetorium, and they called together the whole cohort. They dressed him up in purple, and after twisting a crown of thorns, they put it on him. And they began to acclaim him, Hail, King of the Jews! They kept beating on his head with a reed and spitting on him and kneeling and bowing before him. Same basic thing that Matthew says, just different kinds of details of how they're mocking him, how they're beating him, how they were doing all this, uh, really at the behest, at the command, at the manipulation of the very people of the Lord and their religious rulers. You know, don't ever forget when we go about the life of the kingdom, it does us well to remember from time to time what he did for us, what Jesus endured for us so that we can walk in a freedom and a liberty that the world knows nothing about. So that Father, Son, and Spirit, the wondrous, glorious fullness of the Godhead dwells within each and every true believer. Don't forget upon that. Now, there's no reason to get modeling, no reason to get the way that some people get. Honestly, there's no reason, and some people do this, there's no reason to worship the cross. No, we worship the Most High God. We worship Father. We worship the Son, which is the one who reconciled us to the Father. And we do that worship empowered by the Spirit. Well, again, I'm Dale. Thank you so much for your time. I'll see you in the next episode.